Check one, two. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these rights are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Amen. <laughs> thank you, Jesus, who wrote the Constitution. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. I'm ready for one. Okay, let's do it. Let's do this podcast. This episode, the eighth of season two. We could call it that. Right. Probably should introduce the podcast. Oh, welcome to Club Flashpoint, season two, episode eight. I'm your host, Dale Flashpoint. Over there's the other host, Fade and Cross. Hello. I'm. We're talking about Star Fox this month. It is. It's the month of August. We played Star Fox 64, one of the all-timers. A great motherfucking game. <laughs> it's pretty, pretty, pretty solid. I love Star Fox. I can't wait. But we have another thing we got to talk about first, though. It's tradition. It is tradition. Because we never just play one game. No. There's too many games. There is famously too many games. Dale, what have you been playing this month? This month, my partner and I have been sharing the couch and the Nintendo Switch for a fun time in a roguelike dungeon crawler called Children of Morta. adventure rpg where you play as the bergson family who's bergson bergson there's jake there's adam there's mike there's john there's cynthia so good christian names good they're all really christian names we are Actually, a very christian podcast so we do have to there talk might about be a good lilith, christian names so it's not all good christian Uh-oh, names. that's a bad christian name or is it lila i don't remember lilith and lila are not the same not at all okay <laughs> um lily maybe it's lily that makes more sense. Yeah. It'd be really funny if there was an outlier child just named Lilith. <laughs> and she's the dark magic wielder. No, she's the uh, holy priestess. Oh, the holy priestess. You're yeah. right. Got to get that delicious irony. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, the Bergson family has been tasked by the last living god. This might not be fully accurate. Uh, the plot comes in small chunks and small doses. Okay. It is a roguelike video game. Right. Um, but... And, of course, Dark Souls has happened. And so yeah, we so have Dark Souls storytelling yeah yeah environmental things you encounter something and it's like here's a new little bit of the lore skeleton holding a book exactly exactly actually what do you encounter is it actually a skeleton holding a book Mm, sometimes rarely usually it's something like oh there's this big troll who was beating up this innocent uh 
a caravan of people and the troll represents the cataclysm that's coming here and we need to stop the cataclysm through the help of god powers <laughs> god powers yeah we got to go wake up the gods and get them to say stop the the churning of the oily evil so different god powers based on the god you're talking to or do you only have one set of god powers and it branches out like... it seems like there are three gods okay classic there are three dungeons all right so classic what fire water yeah, wind earth, or fire, whatever. water, earth, earth fire, fire, water, water wind. Earth. Who knows? We're <laughs> almost to the first god, which is the end, end of Dungeon 1. Okay. And what we like best about this is it being rogue light. Of course, the <laughs> distinction of uh, pedantry here as I go off. Gale Flashpoint. What is the, the difference? Pedantic. Because I actually don't know. We've established it on this podcast once before. I but keep let's forgetting. Do it again. <laughs> I, you know, it's impossible for me to remember. Rogue light, L I T E has passive uh, uh, progression, where okay. each time you do a run, you're going to be able to do something to make yourself permanently stronger for the next time you do so a like run. So like Rogue Legacy, Rogue Legacy, Hades, Hades Slay the Spire, Rogue Like, L-I-K-E, you restart from zero every time. Risk okay. of Rain. Risk of Rain is that. Yeah. Oh. And Rogue. And Rogue, the game Rogue. <laughs> <laughs> that so, I do know. I, I know Rogue-like is the thing most like Rogue, and rogue light is not the thing most like Rogue. Right, right. right. So we, we like the passive progression of it. You level up the characters with XP and stats. You can also level up uh, like the armory at the Bergson's house to give them passive defense buffs, passive attack buffs, things that just make you stronger so mm -hmm. you can last longer in these dungeon crawls. Is it new abilities or is it the classic get plus two defense for It's defense? new abilities. Oh, okay. Yeah, new new cooldowns to map to different buttons. It's okay. really it's really Okay, so it's not like you're upgrading and it's like plus five percent attack. Some of those are there. Okay. But yeah, it's it's an even mix of passive upgrades to numbers going up and new fun abilities that make you go wazoom across the battlefield. <laughs> What's it's like uh I mean, what is what is its vibe? Is its it, vibe, it sounds like it's, or it could be dark fantasy, but I don't. It edges on dark fantasy, but it has too much of a vibrant color palette to truly be dark fantasy. This is some of the most gorgeous pixel art I have seen in a game in a very long time. There are just kaleidoscopic colors at all times. It is visually stunning to play mm -hmm. this game. Um, and the music, the soundtrack, I'd say is a solid 6 out of 10. It okay. fits the mood but doesn't really blow me away. Um, it, it does a good job to complement the art. I would say the main draw is for sure the visual appeal of this game. Okay. Someone spent a long time creating this pixel art, and they did an amazing job on it. All right. Is this one of those things that gets updated, or is it done? Is it I think it's done. I okay. think it's done. They did, they did one pack of updates that's like... Um, uh, uh, a rogue like <laughs> L I okay, so they have a different version. They have a different mode that you can play in, where you restart from zero every time and try and make it the furthest, more arcadey. And then they did this really fun uh, patch. Well, does the sorry to interrupt, but does the rogue like uh, does it rebalance the enemies or anything, or does it keep them the same? I don't know. I haven't tried it yet. Okay. The game recommends I don't try it until I clear the story because it's like it's a like random grab bag. You're going to get different things at different points. Okay, and it's not the same levels. And it's not the same levels. Okay, so it's, it's like a shortened like a version. Okay, shortened okay. and randomized. 
a little more difficult, it seems. I need to do more randomizers. <laughs> yeah, randomizers can be fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, I forgot what it is. Oh, the, the other DLC that they added. This one's really good. They added an Animal Companion DLC, and 100% of the proceeds from this mm-hmm. DLC go to the Humane Society. Just the Humane Society. Big Humane Society. Big, big Humane Society <laughs> out here taking up all of, I don't know, local animal shelters maybe. But I, I saw specifically yeah. that, hey, we put this out because animals are cute. We added a whole bunch of new anim- a- animations for the animals in the game. We added this system where you can feed the animals and help get more passive level ups, roguelite style. And we're going to give money, all of the money, to animal shelters. Okay. Hmm. I don't know if it's the that sounds a little or, bit more meaningful, but yeah, it is good when canine interactions give you something. But also, I don't know, it's weird, right? Because now we have the classic thing of the meme: "Can you pet the dog?" You can pet the dog, but you can also pet the cat. But what does that mean? And like... you can pet the deer, and you can pet the fish, and you can pet what other animals are there. I think we just unlocked... Uh... Wait, you can pet the fish? Yeah. Well, okay, you can feed the fish. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. <laughs> the fish are, like, magical, and each time you feed them, they glow and do these vibrant kind of backflip mm-hmm. of colors. It's really cool. There's a lot of great animation, pixel pixel art animation in this okay. game. Interesting. I guess it makes it all, like, this is our home. These are our household pets. It really feels homey, okay. yeah. It's... Yeah, because, like, most of the times, like, oh, I can pet the dog. All right, that's it. No, no, <laughs> this is, like... These animals, you rescue a wolf pup from the dungeon. That's that's part of the story of the Bergson family. Okay. And, like, by rescuing that wolf pup, the wolf now heals you before each boss fight. Oh, nice. Like, yeah, okay. By petting the dog. By petting the dog. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Final Fantasy 16, where petting the dog was like, it just didn't matter. You can pet the dog. It's really funny, though. Like, in a serious moment in Final Fantasy 16, you could just turn to Torgo and go, who's a good boy? <laughs> It's like, That's oh, I just watched my whole platoon die. <laughs> Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Here's a treat. And you throw a treat. And it's like, okay. Big tone shift. That's big tone that's shift. crazy. It just is like, it, it feels so meaningless and empty. Bummer. But I'm glad it doesn't sound meaningless in uh, Children no. of Morta. Children of Morta. M-O-R-T-A. Not mana. No, not mana. Which is definitely, definitely inspired, inspired by, by Children of Mana. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the most fun co-op uh, couch experiences I've had in a long time. Definitely something you want to play with a partner if you are able to. Find out if you can stick together or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, how good of a team you really are. Yeah, games determine relationships. Uh. Yep, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Faden? What have you played this month? I went through Mother 3. Woo! <laughs> Fable game that will never come. It's never going to be released in America. Released in America. And you know, probably shouldn't be. (laughs) Hot take. Well, the thing is, it's not that it's a bad game. I actually had a really fun time. Oh, well, that's good. It's just like, Earthbound kind of had this issue. This is the sequel to Earthbound, Mother 3. A Mother series made by Nintendo. 
played a fan patch that just did it all in English. Um, there's just like a lot of like weird racist caricatures, and like specifically, there's like a race of like drag queen people. They're neither male nor female, but they're like just clearly dudes in drag. It looks like. Uh huh. And they just have a really like. At first, I read it as like, oh, it's pronounced this way, and then I was like, wait a second, oh fuck. It's just a really just like pejorative towards oh. an ethnic group. And uh Yeah, that stuff is just a really weird it's really weird. It's yeah. like there's even kind of like a like a like a honeybee in Final Fantasy Seven sort of scene too. Oh boy. Yeah. It's funny because it's gay. It's funny because it's gay and they're all kissing this twelve year old. Ha ha ha. But That's rough. Ultimately, though, Mother 3 is a story about what happens when, uh, like, capitalism comes into your communist society and just destroys everything. Specifically, though, it's really funny because it's very 2000s. It's -hmm. like, it's the television. The television is going to fuck you up. Here's these happy boxes. As soon as you get them in your home, you become obsessed with yourself and not with the rest of the community. I'm making eyes like, well... Well, I mean, but it's also like... They also introduce money because it's so, like, narratively, it's like, Lucas and his village, Tazami Village, just, if they need to go to the store and get something, just go to the store, and the store owner's like, do you want this? There you go, it's yours. There you go, it's yours. Thank you for helping me, like, thank you for giving me milk from your farm, dude. Okay, okay. (laughs) And so, like, that stuff's really nice. Yeah. But it's also very not RPG in the first few chapters. This is, okay. So, I come to Mother 3... As most people do in the West, via Smash Bros. Yes, yes. Very funny to think about. I have a question for you since you play Smash Bros. I did play Smash Bros. How important do you think New Pork City is? Uh, seeing as how New Pork City is like one of the bigger levels in Smash Bros. and one of the recurring musical themes in Smash Bros., it's got to be pretty important, right? No. It's only in the last chapter. It's also only two streets. What? Because it's a fake, like, New York in a weird way and a fake, like, a culmination of, like, all the world's monuments. It's really funny. That's that's wild. And also just... It's a facade. It's a facade made by a man-child. Well, a child-child. What's the (laughs) chimera-looking thing? The red chimera? Yeah. Uh, It's just the ultimate red chimera. Oh. You can't fight it. It just kills you. Okay. Just like in Smash Bros. Yeah, just like in Smash Bros. Right, exactly. This is, so this is the thing. I also was like, well, Lucas is the main character because that's who they introduced. And like, yeah. For the first four chapters, no. You're playing as, like, Lucas's dad. You're playing as this cool thief dude named Duster, who is my favorite character in the game. He has, like, a whole arc where he becomes amnesic and is in a uh, kind of, like, it's almost grunge sound. No, it's it's not jazz. That's the thing. It's not jazz. but it's, well, it's like, not jazz. Well, there's a lot of jazz instruments. It's like the Runway 5 again, but they play... I don't know how to describe what they play. They're just like kind of a more rock band. It's weird. Yeah. But anyways, he has amnesia and he's a bass player. Heck yeah. That goes by... Bass player in a fusion band. Goes by the name of Lucky. That's awesome. Yeah. The other thing I always think is funny, too. This game is just like clearly made for children. That's kind of a big Japanese trope now that I think about it. A badass guy being a musician in a fusion band. Oh, is it? That's a little bit of a trope, yeah. I'm thinking about um, some of the Sentai I've watched and the, <laughs> the like anti-hero Black Ranger character of mm-hmm. Chojin Sentai Jetman 
His name is Guy, and he drinks and he smokes and he plays sax in a fusion band. <laughs> I love Amazing. every scene we get to see of him playing with his band, <laughs> which is two scenes. Great. Um, amazing but it's implied he does it all the time it's implied he does it all the time yeah. yeah i love that that's so good um so like this part's where it's like this town's getting corrupted by like the evil excesses of society of like modern society is pretty good mm. but then there's like this like connection between lucas and his brother klaus and it's just as okay like it's barely a thing and then expects you to, like it like hinges its entire emotional like conclusion on the relationship between the two brothers who you only see interact in the first chapter. Oh. Really. Like Okay. So right. it feels it feels empty. Yeah. But I I really do like how just um you just watch this town dissolve. <laughs> it's really sad. It falls apart. Yeah, it just falls apart and eventually nobody's in it. Damn. And in the Ghost end. Ghost town. Ghost town. A lot of stuff happened. It does get <laughs> It does get yeah, ghost town. It does get um, JRPG e fantasy in the end. Okay, okay. You're like find the power sword. So like you go through a lot of the game. Get Ragnarok. <laughs> More like you go through six chapters of the game, and then the seventh chapter is like, all right, now go around the world, and pull out the, the seven mythical needles. Heck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and you should pull it out because you have the power and you're good. You got the touch. We listened to that song on the way. <laughs> Very silly. Stan Bush, you got the power, you got the touch. I, I know the song. I did not know who it was by. Oh, it's from a Transformers movie. Did you know that? It's not from a Transformers movie, it, is it really? It is indeed from a Transformers movie. Like an old one? One of the old animated ones from the 80s. What? You got the touch. You got the power. Do we have to put Stan Bush on our podcast now? No, everyone knows that song. Um, sorry. That's Huge okay. sidetrack. Um, the combat though for Mother Three, I like it a lot better than Earthbound, mostly because it's a game more advanced game, and uh, so it can uh. kind of get more detailed than in Super Nintendo. But every character felt especially unique under their playthrough. The four main party members is Lucas, Duster, um, Katamura, and Boney, your dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like Boney, you just want like um him to just be your item hoarder. Boney's fast, so Boney can get a healing item out real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, or yeah. support item out. <clears throat> uh, Lucas is just, like, the slow, powerful, like, <laughs> PK attacks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just bla- storm. Well, no. Um, Kukamora, she learns that. Katamora? Katamora. Katamora. Her name is, it's like, it's weirdly default to just, like, a very, out not out there name, but just, like, all the other ones, like, Lucas, Duster. Katamora. <laughs> and it's just like really interesting. And then Boney. <laughs> but she's also like this princess. Okay, okay. Who's like this tomboy princess. She randomly gets hot at one point, be, pretending to be a waitress. Okay. Very strange. Very odd. Very odd. Um, <laughs> and she's just like also magic support. But magic also often, she learns Starstorm. Yeah, yeah. Great. Duster is a thief, which means he uses thieves tools that inflict different status effects on the enemies. Oh, cool. So, like, you're constantly doing, like, offense down, defense down, go to sleep. I'm going to make you cry mm-hmm. with just, like, different <laughs> weird tools, like a tickle stick or... Yeah, yeah, the status effect guy. <laughs> a hypno-pendulum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it's useful. You have to use all these tools and use the characters right or else you just die. 
And there's also uh, music's very important too in the game, which I really love. There's a rhythm system mm-hmm. based on the song. If you hit the button to the rhythm of the song, you'll do more attacks. Sick. You can like get chain up 16 attacks by doing that. That's very fun. Um I like rhythm games. I'm I was bad at it. Oh. I don't know why. I was like I can't get this like at all. It's making no sense to me. But the game also tells you, "Hey, don't worry about not perfecting this. So it could also be it's a fan. Optional, optional thing. Yeah. So that's the thing that's also interesting. The writing, for a good chunk of it, feels a bit more stilted than like Earthbound. And I wonder if that's just because it's like Mother 3 is in Hiragana. It's, you can like do direct translations pretty simple. Because mm-hmm. it's a game for children. Uh, <laughs> Which I think is important because a lot of people talk about this game as, as though a, it's a masterpiece not, for no, adults. Art, high art. Well, not even that. Just like that, it's like the most fucked up game oh, really? of Nintendo. Yeah, that's the general like conception of like the way people in, like will talk about it. I vis- I made the unfortunate mistake of visiting a forum. Oh no, for Mother Three, like an old fashioned forum. Oh wow, and my god. <laughs> People are still mad at Reggie Philome for some reason. They blame him for it not porting over. I, I guess Reggie, Reggie. <laughs> I love CEOs. Boy howdy. Boy howdy. Boy howdy. <laughs> I like personalities, and Reggie had some. I'm just gonna. I love CEOs. <laughs> <laughs> um. But it's not that. It's it's just it's a very light, fun thing. I love Mr. Saturns. There's a Mr. Saturn village. They all talk like weirdos, and nice, it's great. Nice. And their text is hard to read because mm-hmm. they're little alien guys. Yeah. Um. There's Rope Snake. You know Ness's like grab move where he throws out a snake. Mm-hmm. So Rope Snake is entire character arc is trying to become less useless. Okay. And failing to become less useless and is still useless and oh, then no. buries his head in the sand. Poor rope snake. Poor rope snake. But he's also kind of a crybaby. Oh, okay. It's just really funny. At one moment, he's like, all right, you're expecting me to hold on to this, but I'm letting you know I cannot do that right now. <laughs> oh, rope snake. Oh, rope snake. So, yeah, I think that's a... Uh... Is that your mother three? That's my mother three. Sorry. It was a... It was, uh... A lot of thoughts bouncing around in my head for that one. Well, yeah, it's a it's a big game. Yeah, Smash Bros. really just makes your expectation just really kinda, messed up. Does. Oh, I do want to mention pig masks. Pig masks are like little like got, like Nazi soldiers that have these giant pig masks, and they run around doing like the Hitler salute. What? <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're wild. They're really goofy and just like buffoonery. They're stormtroopers, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and. They just constantly fail. But they're also big fans. It's an ACDC parody. That's right. Because it's DCMC is the name of the band. Uh-huh. It is rock. That's how I was like. Something was messing with me. It's an ACDC parody. Fusion. Fusion. <laughs> and all the pig masks love the music, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like, an item you can have is paraphernalia. And you just show it. And it'll just, like, stun them for a few turns. Because <laughs> they're so <laughs> bewildered. Because they're like, like, fuck yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, give me that brochure. That's great. <laughs> it's so good. Like I bought, I beat a boss just using that strategy because he was like an ultra fan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's it's very good. The game rewards you for like paying attention to what it says and then being cheesy, utilizing that. Yeah, yeah. 
So I give it a recommend. <laughs> no. <laughs> play it if play it want. if you want. As always. Yeah. That's literally as always. Unless you're in a game club. Then you play it if you have to. Then you play it if you if it's on the schedule, you play you it. You play it, yep. Um, we played Star Fox sixty four. Star Fox sixty four. So this was my touchstone game because this year we're doing our touchstone games, games that really shaped our gaming uh, preferences and tastes. Yeah, yeah. And this one was mine. First, before we get too into it, we like to do a elevator pitch. 30 seconds on the elevator. 30 seconds on the elevator. You got to pitch this to a game executive. Um, I want to look something up real quick. You can't. That's not the point. It's supposed to be off the dome. This is off of the dome, but I need to just double check something. No, you can be wrong. It's fine. But I I don't think I am. 30 seconds on the clock. Yeah. On your mark. Wait, I'm not ready. Get set. Okay, I'm ready. Go! Hey, you saw the movie Independence Day, right? With all the spaceships and all the flying planes. It came out last year. It was a great movie. Last year was 1996, of course. This being the year 1997. Well, we here at Nintendo have an awesome idea with spaceships and flying fighter jets. It's almost like that Star War that all the kids like, too. So we're going to put together some fun little critters, cram them in some spaceships, and make them go zoom, 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 bada boom, bam, boom. What do you say? What do you say? Are you sold? I'm sold. Get a good soundtrack on there from Koji Kondo and we're there. Uh, um, I have a very important question as a producer. Yes. Are the animals hot? Um, objectively. <laughs> so Star Fox 64. Yeah, Star Fox 64. Great game. It was, it was, <laughs> I played it. Yeah. I also played, maybe to my experience of this game's detriment, Star Fox Command on the Nintendo DS. Great game. People will say otherwise. So good. Such a good game. Better <laughs> oh. game. <laughs> Better game. You should try Star Fox 2 sometime. I should try Star Fox 2 sometime. I. It's on the online, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I played this when I was real young. Yeah, tell me about it. You oh. said you said that uh, this was one of the big, like, the first time you were like, yeah, this is a game. <laughs> it, it really kind of does feel like that, where I'm just like, oh, I really want to, like, get good at this sort of game because I couldn't unlock the alternate routes in Star Fox 64. And so I just kept trying. And as a kid, I was very confused. What am I doing wrong? Please tell me, God, yeah. I don't have internet. 
<laughs> and I was very Christian. So please tell me, God. Praying, 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 for praying for the answers. And it was one of the first games I remember pretending to be sick to stay home and to play. Very nice. Very nice. But also, I always wanted to play it because my friend would get Nintendo Power. Mm-hmm. And so Nintendo Power would send these VHS tapes that were like dumb promotional skit videos. Oh, heck yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? I think I do. And there's one for Star Fox 64 where it's like these Sony goons kidnap this Nintendo person. No, it's like Sony and like Sega because the Dreamcast and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They kidnap a Nintendo person. There's like a bit where they're like having Mario strapped to a chair with like a car battery attached to him <laughs> because they're trying to get answers out of Mario. Amazing. <laughs> or use Mario as a hostage. My God, it was really dumb. It was just all a promotion of it. would be like, look how fucking cool the Rumble Pack is, motherfuckers. Your brains are about to be blown away when yeah, you get yeah. hit. And it goes, <laughs> <laughs> buzz, buzz, buzz. Do you feel it? And it's like shaking your entire hand because you're a child and it, the thing rumbled. Yeah. I had a variable rumble pack that went like one, two, three, four, and four was just like shaking my Hell arm. Yeah. <laughs> they don't make rumble like they used to. They don't. For good reason. For good reasons. Children died. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> that's, that's not it. true. <laughs> People died. People died from Nintendo rumble packs. <laughs> False. False. We are spreading misinformation. I mean,. We're being funny jokesters. I don't know what people got from rectal trauma. (laughs) (laughs) And so, yeah, this is why I chose this game. Because Because of rectal trauma? (laughs) Yeah. And it's very arcadey. It's very shooty. Like, it's just like, I love a good spaceship game. This This is a primo spaceship game. That's for sure. And here's another thing I'm just realizing. I also used to never play games where I'd be a person. It was too scary for me. Really? Yes. I could only do games where I'm like in a vehicle. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Or it's like super abstracted. Even uh-huh. Mario kind of spooked me a no little. No kidding. Yep. I'm thinking of an <laughs> I think you should leave bit. I don't know how to work it. <laughs> I don't It wasn't even that. I was it's just too like scary. <laughs> terrified. Just terrified of like what's going to happen? Oh no, I'm going to die. Oh my god, I'm so scared. And yeah, so I just only played games where I was like in ships and stuff. Okay. Or like cars. Ship go boom, cargo ship boom. Ship go boom. So Star Fox was one of them. Yeah. And uh yeah. When ship go boom it's okay, but when person go boom it's scary. It's very scary. Oh my god, there's this like I think what also freaked me out is I was given this like alien bug game for the N64 or something. Okay. Was it Body Harvest? I don't know. Oh man, Body and Harvest. It was just was really it. intense. Or watching my dad play Turok, I think. Okay, Turok's scary. Turok? As a child, Turok, Turok's intense. I mean, it just, that fog is so dense and they're going to come out of it. Yeah. They're going to get you. Those <laughs> dinosaurs. Ah! From the really, really intense fog. Wall of just gray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Turok was spooky. I did not like that. <laughs> I've had nightmares about velociraptors as a kid that just stick with me. Getting off topic. Star Fox. Star Fox. How do you like it overall? Um, I, um, I'm gonna give this one a six out of ten for me personally. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to, this to come off appearing that I didn't have fun playing this game. Mm-hmm. It was just difficult for me. 
because this game, I think, is the definition of sensory overload a little bit. Oh, yeah? Um, this game was very overwhelming to me at some points. Uh, Swin, when your screen is full of enemies, and they're all going, pew, 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 pew. And then Rob goes, and then Slippy goes, you can do it, Fox. And then Falco goes, you fucking piece of shit, Fox. <laughs> it's just a lot. It's just a bunch of stuff going on all at once. <laughs> that is and, true. Um, it, it, it's like turned up to 11 at mm-hmm. all times. Yeah, I remember uh, informing you, hey, you're missing those Rob calls. The what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Yep. Uh, I did. Followed your trick of look towards the top center of the screen, mm-hmm. and that helped me get some in in later attempts. I don't know why it doesn't bother me. I don't feel sensory uh, sensory over overload. Oh my god, why is that so hard to say? Sensory overload. Sensory overload. There we yeah. go. This game. This game was a lot for me. Yeah, I can. I like the way you describe it like that. Like that makes complete. Another sense. Another thing that really just hindered me entirely was uh, the switch port online control scheme for the Nintendo 64 controller. Just sucks. It's really bad. It's Why bad. would you make it ZL to do a left uh, like yeah. turn and, and then R, R trigger to do, yeah, do it, a right? Uh, it should be on the same plane. And the other thing is when I would try to use the right thumbstick as the C input... I would accidentally hit the camera button and just then I would find myself in a loop of like, oh, no, the camera's not how I look it. Oh, it's too close. Oh, it's first person. Oh, it's too far. It was like an Ouroboros of chaos. It's like really bad. That was something that really bothered me because we both did it on the Switch thing is like. I'd rather just have that wonky ass Nintendo 64 controller in my hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was made for an Nintendo 64 controller, for sure. Especially mm-hmm. with how, like, the way your character, like, moves. I feel like with that stick, it would feel smoother. Oh, agreed. Because you can lock into those channels. Those yep. You get the, the grooves there, predefined by the old plastic molding of <laughs> gritty 90s gray beige Nintendo controller. <laughs> I'm thinking about getting, a, 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 a like, a, a PC-like version of that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. USB controller? Yeah. But Nintendo make four style, they, they do. Make them. They do. But see, like the C buttons, that's like exactly it, though. Mm-hmm. You'd press buttons. You wouldn't like move a stick. So right, they weren't right. expecting you to accidentally hit up, which I've also did many times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's the downfall of modern gaming ports. Bad controls. Bad controls. Yeah, well, this isn't a port, though. Kind uh, of. I guess. It yeah. Is, it is technically a port. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. It is weird. I still had fun flying, though. I'm not going yeah, 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 yeah. When, when I hit a groove, I would get into it. Mm-hmm. But maybe because of just unfamiliarity with the game, it took me a bit to hit a groove. Yeah. It's, I, did, I never would have thought about, like, how difficult it could be to, like, to learn that. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole different sort of, like, muscle movement. Mission 6 was actual hell for me. It got down to I had I'd been on the mission for so long that I ran out the music timer for Mission 6. And so it was just... The sounds this of the lasers a, yeah. and me and everything else had died because I'd killed all of I killed Team Star Wolf. I killed uh-huh. all of the like flying ships. And so it was just me trying to not get hit by the lasers on this spinning satellite of death and hit the very last tiny little yellow dot that you got to hit to win. I was just so scared. It was way intense. <laughs> Should we go through the levels? Let's go through the levels. Let's go like, yeah. So like this game set up where... You just start up, start up, 
And it you, gives you a flashback to like what happened in Star Fox 1. Gives you a Star Wars opening crawl. Yep, yep. Gotta have it. <laughs> Gotta have it. Gotta figure out what happened to James McCloud, who died. No, he's just in F-Zero now. <laughs> That's right. So Fox is dead. The main character, Fox. His yep. dad dead. His dad is... Killed by Andros. Betrayed by Pigma. <laughs> betrayed by Pigma Dengar. Yep. Bastard. Bastard just pig. Just evil, evil. Uh, thankfully, in this one... There's not really any fat phobic stuff with Pigma, but I'll tell you what, that comes way later. Oh. It's bad. Oh. It sucks. All these Star Wolf people are, we'll get to it. And yeah, Andros has invaded the Lilac system. Andros is back. He's back. He's back again. He has an army. He's got some friends. And he is invading the uh, main, the planet, the, the setting of Mission 1. Cornaria. Cornari- Cor- Cornaria. Why can I not say anything? I don't know. I'm just like stumbling. Cornaria. <laughs> a great level. A it, great opening solid, level. Solid opening level. It was in the first game. We don't get the same cool. No, we don't get that. The SNES had a really good Corneria theme. Yeah, I think it's also because the uh, like genre of music is way different. Though, it is. It's much this. more, um, much more John Philip Sousa kind of march. We're very, very. Um, it's like a mu- movie score. Yeah, yeah, movie score inspired too. And it sounds a lot of John Williams. John John Williams yeah. plus John Philip Sousa marches. Yeah, it, it's really interesting. It's just Koji Kondo nails it though. He does a good it's job. Really good. He he knows it's how really to make good. those N sixty four horns work. It sounds good. Yeah. Um yeah, overall just go through the city. See all the ruins and like, oh my gosh, this <laughs> is it. Andros is back and oh, he's tearing fuck. things apart. Oh fuck. <laughs> So the main uh, crux of this level, I think, is the uh, rings and saving Falco. Yes. You got to save Falco, and then you got to go through these, like, water ring things. They're, they're like little archways. Archways, along, yeah. They're not rings. Pond. They're arches. And then well, Falco I don't know why I call them rings. will go, hey, cool flying, you piece of shit. <laughs> Falco's so aggro. I love Falco. <laughs> I love Falco so much. I love him just saying, hey, Einstein, I'm on your I'm side. I'm on your side. When you hit him with your lasers. Or, or if you go through uh, like like a particularly challenging row of enemies and you leave one, Falco's, Falco goes, you're supposed to kill them all, Fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that one's good. Um, we or, get the... or when like at the end of a level, you'll clear it, and Falco took some damage. She goes, Are "You looking at me? I'm barely alive over here." <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Most aggro teammate. So such a such a pessimist, such an antagonist. But if you impress him by going through the arches, he leads you to an alternate boss, which is a callback to down <laughs> Corneria, first boss of Star Fox One. I loved it. That was such yeah. a cool little little Easter egg. It's nice because, uh, and that's part of it. I always remember as a kid, just going, like never knowing what to do. Mm-hmm. So always getting the uh, all like the first boss, like the easy route boss, where easy it's like boss. a little mech. Shoot the thing on his back, and you can basically blow him up in five like shots. Five shots. He's a chump. Yeah, I remember that being way harder. But I would always see the thing pass the other ship pass away as a kid. I'm like. How do I get there? Yeah, I gotta get what there. What is that? That big lander. Oh. <laughs> and so, yeah, first level, pretty good. I, I, I like this one generally. It's a nice ease in. and It, look, it looks really nice. The, the, yeah, the water yeah. reflection, 
for the R wing, great. Mm-hmm. It's and just... when you get close enough to so where the the what do you call it? Like the back blast of the water. You can yeah. start to see the whoosh, yeah. whoosh, the little rooster tail. Blew my mind. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, so mission two. Metro. The or not Metro. I want to say Metro. Medio. Medio. The asteroid. The field. asteroid field, yeah. Or or Sector Y. Sector Which one, y. one do you want to talk about? Let's talk about asteroid field first. Since yeah. it's the more common one. Most people will see that one. Did you hit the warps? Um, no, I did not hit the warps. The warps is fun. It gives you like a psychedelic like hyperspace warp. Oh, really? Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I didn't spend much time in asteroid field, uh, mostly because I like doing the Falco route. Yeah. Um, asteroid field is kind of tricky. There's some tough asteroid things where you got to like shoot them to open them and then shoot them in the core. Or break and then boost. Yeah. It's it's oh, a good movement. Yeah. To, oh, did you not do that? Uh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so when Peppy, who, our helpful Peppy, your dad. Okay, so I realized what Peppy is. So Peppy is also your dad. Fox yeah, is raised yeah, yeah. by your two dads, Peppy. James and Peppy. And James, yeah. Who are Deeply in love, but Peppy and Fox never had as close a relationship as James and Fox. Right. And so, like, after James died, I mean, like, yeah, they love each other, but it's not like, they're not tight in that way. It's like stepdad. Right. And so, uh, Peppy's just doing his best to be be full dad now. And so, he'll give you helpful advice. Do a barrel roll. Do a barrel roll. Use the brakes. Try a somersault. Enemy on your tail. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, he just chimes in with basic... Here's the information. He's just a wise veteran. Yeah, it's helpful mm-hmm. if you can catch his callouts when, when during the sensory overload cacophony. Yeah, it can it can be rough, especially like towards the end yeah. of that level where it's just enemies and rocks flying at mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the boss is like this weird. It has like a rotating front plate with. It's like a pizza. <laughs> We have a pizza chunk cut out. Oh, I did beat that boss. Yeah, and then you get you got to shoot through the pizza slice at the glowing yellow. <laughs> yep, and, and then, then he pretends to surrender. I love it, even though there's still half a health bar. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then Falco's like, "Why are you listening to this man?" But also, he has to flip around so you can even shoot him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought phase two for that boss was particularly annoying with the like the ring guns that follow you pretty closely. Oh, yeah. The but, ring projectiles are really interesting. You have to, like, thread the needle on them, and I really like that. Or just get to the far left or far far right of it ahead of time. Oh, true. You which, can do that. Or somersault. Or somersault. Yeah. Somersault. Just that, gives you iframes. That's the thing. Somersault gives you iframes. It's a very important, like, tool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so the other level for Mission 2. Sector Y. Sector Y rules. So good. You fight mechs. I love it. You fight Gundam. It's so good. <laughs> the, and also, I like the setting of, hey, you're with the Cornarian army. You did such a good job repelling the invasion. So the fleet's here, and it's going to take Sector Y back from like Andros's forces. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to help break through the line. Yeah, you're going to break through the line. It's a really good, like, we got to break through this blockade and just destroy the enemy warships. Yes. And the, oh, It's so good. I love I just love <laughs> it. It feels more like sci-fi space. Like, hey, you're the lone uh, person going behind enemy lines to assassinate the commander. To assassinate the commander. And there's Gundam monkeys. So many Gundam monkeys. There's some ones that are like tougher. Some that are faster. Mm-hmm. Some that shoot blue lasers. Oh, do you notice which ones are faster? The silver one. The red one. 
Oh, <laughs> paint it red to go faster, just like Warhammer 40k orcs. No, it's Shar Asdable from Gundam. Oh, is it really? It's the red comet reference because it's it's a red Zaku. That's so good. And he's faster. And he's faster. Yeah. Watch out, Fox. That one's faster. <laughs> <laughs> and it is. It's the red copper colored one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. It's so good. Um. Yeah, and the boss. Well, first it has like a fake out boss because. You get to the boss zone, and there's these two bigger Gundams. Yeah, yeah. And they're really quick, too. They're really quick. They each have their own health bar. You got to fight them. Slippy scans them for you. Oh, yeah, and Slippy. We have got to talk about Slippy. Slippy Toad. Slippy Toad. Is a toad. And he's Slippy. And he's kind of like, he's the 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 rookie of the... Yeah, the goofster rookie of the squad. Yeah, the tech nerd. He he does all the health bar scans. Um, Sometimes... He, well, uh, most of the time he needs your help. <laughs> There's someone on my tail, Fox. I can't shake him. I mean, everyone needs your help, to be fair. That's true, too. Everyone needs your help, like, equally. <laughs> but it also, see, but Slippy, specifically, though, in missions, like, kind of dives forward. Mm-hmm. And Peppy's always like, Slippy, don't go ahead. And then Slippy gets surrounded. So I think that's where Slippy, like, kind of, like, you feel more like, come on, Slippy. Yeah, stop on, Slippy. putting yourself in this. And all the, the other two just, like. Ah, they got behind me. Well, Falco's just like, get rid of them, Fox. <laughs> and Peppy's like, dang, get in careless. <laughs> and so if you don't have Slippy on a mission, though, you don't get the enemy health, which is oh yeah, yeah, great. I love that because that also makes Slippy kind of the most useful one, too. You want, you want him around. Yeah. yeah. Have to talk about <laughs> the annoying thing that happens in the 90s and 2000s about Slippy being like, is Slippy a girl? What? Is Slippy a girl? Because because his voice so high. Sounds like a girl. Oh. Hey, is Slippy a girl? He, he, he. Was this a thing? Yes. And it was annoying. Oh. It was so annoying. Like, I'm reading guides, which, first of all, I need to shout out this uh, wonderful metal guide I took so I can unlock all the, like, every single level. You have to hit a certain, like, amount of kills, mm-hmm. and then you get a medal to say, hey, good job. You really play this game a lot, huh? Then if you get all medals in the game, you get expert mode, which you can then medal again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Expert mode, the only difference really is more enemies, and your wings, like, break almost 100% of the time if they get hit. Oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, you fight the two fast Gundams. And then... Oh, it rolls. Cocky little freak! <laughs> Cocky little freak! You meet the, like, the Gundam-ass Gundam villain. <laughs> Who's just got the thickest Boston accent. Yeah. Don't start the party yet! <laughs> I'm coming for you. <laughs> Cocky little freak! I love... Some of the voices in this game are just, like, perfect. So thank you to Yura uh, Taide. She made this uh, Star Fox 64 guide. And if you hear this for some reason, thank you. You saved my ass. But also, other people in the uh, Games Facts community, they also like resurfaced it and made some edits. Unfortunately, in here it does say uh, he for Slippy, and it's like parentheses, yes, he is a guy. I'm like, God damn it. So yeah, beat Sector Y, and you either, depending on how many you kill, well, let's go to Mission 3. You can have different options. Three. Let's do Fortuna first on the easy route. So you go from the Asteroid Field to, from Medio to Fortuna. 
Mm-hmm. Great fucking mission. I don't remember Fortuna. I think it's I did it, but I don't the remember. The snow one where there's like the enemies have like planted a bomb inside this base and you have start having a timer countdown and then Star Wolf appears. It's the first Star Wolf mission. Oh, I don't think I beat that one. I don't think I ever beat that oh, one. Oh, so did you? Okay. I, I remember trying that one, not remembering the somersaults, and I, I couldn't figure out how to get myself in a targeting position to actually fight Star Wolf. Yeah. This was very early on. U-turns also help. U-turns, somersaults. Um, no, I I must have done medium route and then gone to the mission after Fortuna. Right. Did you do Sector X? Yeah. Sector yeah, X. so you changed the route. Okay, okay. That's another thing I like. If like you're on the medium hard route and you're like, I just want to do an easier mission, you can, you can do just that. change the route. Yeah. Um, instead of going to Solar Fortuna. Yeah. This this is the one that I remember booting it up and thinking, Oh, cool. I hope this is like Hoth. Not really. And no, no, no. <laughs> but it is a really fun like kill all the enemies in the field. Like there's like two modes to Star Fox where you're on the rails and like the you're just moving forward at all times, and the other mode is all range mode. Where, where they give you a square map. Where they give you a square map and you just fly around yeah. and do whatever the objective is. And Fortuna, kill a whole bunch of enemies and then fight Star Wolf. Yes. We should talk about Star Wolf. Star Wolf. Great villain. Mortal nemesis of Fox McCloud. Fucking Wolf O'Donnell. Wolf O'Donnell is just an evil dude. Evil Scottish kind of guy. Yeah. I can't let you do that, Star Fox. I can't let you do that, Star Fox. It's so good. I, man... Wolf is great. Oinkity? Andrew Oinkity? Eh. Oh, the, the nephew of nephew Andros. of Andros. I do love him. He's like, Uncle Andros, when you kill him. <laughs> you him down. Leon. Really Leon, the, you would think, you would think lion. But no, he's a panther. Leon Caruso. Or no, 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 I'm thinking panther. Leon is the chameleon. Leon thinks who's the freaking? Chameleon. Oh my god, Leon is this Leon is freak. Leon is the gay dastardly villain. Yes, <laughs> he is mus- mustache twirling and very homosexual. Yes, <laughs> and then Pigma. Then Pigma, the, the traitor. Panther Caruso is not in this one. Is no, he? Panther oh. Caruso is not in. Assault is the first game That's he's in. Right. Mm-hmm. So Pigma Dengar. Pigma Dengar, the former gun. member of Star Fox. Backstabber. Backstabber. God, Panther's so horny for Crystal. <laughs> Panther's oh so horny. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I love their ships, though. The Wolfen. They look good. They look real angry. It's just like our wing, but with four wings. With four wings. Diagonally. And they're, they're, they're facing the other way, so it looks mm-hmm. like, if you, like if they hit you, it's going to tear off your yeah. armor. Or, yeah, they're like pointed. Yeah, they're pointy and scary. It's like a TIE fighter. And they're red. I love <laughs> it. I, it's so, ah, man, it's, I always, I always wanted to be able to play in a Wolfen. Same. And guess what? Command lets you do that. Hell yeah. And it rules. That's a good game. That's a good game. We should We should do that next year. Star Fox Command. Play it three times. Play Tell us about times. your three routes. Oh, I just do all routes. Anyways, but this is not Star Fox Command. No, it's not. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so sad. <laughs> remember remember the girl boss route in Star Fox Command? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of bad stuff about Crystal in that game. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever get the, oh, she saves the day with Star Wolf, but... The world is like, 
oh, oh, she's an idiot who betrayed Star Fox. What a what a whore. Basically. I don't remember. And then that she one. leaves and becomes her own like pirate mercenary. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I do remember that one. I don't remember the I was young. I don't remember the Oh, you don't remember or... the subtext of like what a slut, basically? No. <laughs> um Katina. Katina is so good! Probably one of my favorite levels, if not my favorite levels. We're still on three, right? Mission yep, we're three. still on mission three. Okay. This is where we've got three options. Yeah, this is where we have three options. Okay. We'll talk about Aquas Katina's next. middle route. Yep. Katina. And Katina has some of the greatest music in this game. It was almost my pick for, it's so for good. future music. It's just some of the most triumphant. And then Fox is like, oh, Bill! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get a dog named Bill. Yeah. Who's just... He is... He's what? awesome. Is he like Maverick or Goose? I'm trying to. He would probably be the Goose to Fox's Maverick. Yeah, that's that's yeah that that sounds right to me. I, this, <laughs> it really is that relationship. Um, how many of uh, his guys did you take down? Mm, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Fox, Fox, those are our guys. <laughs> it's so funny. And There's no Slippy, consequence. It's hard to tell them apart. <laughs> it's not Slippy. You know the secret. The secret is the enemies do not have exhaust. Yep. Oh, and they're not green at all. That, well, yeah, that's, and they're shaped differently. <laughs> they're shaped differently. They don't glow green like everything else but on the screen. There's no penalty if you shoot them. Really? Really? You just war crime everything. Yeah, I mean, Fox gets arrested at the end of the route if you kill them all. Really? No, that'd oh, be amazing. Come on. Just like you can't do that to me. <laughs> General Pepper's like, "Thank you, Star Fox." But slaps handcuffs. <laughs> slaps handcuffs on his wrists. You're well, going to jail, and all the soldiers in the fucking Star Wars ending room amazing. turn. That is the Star Wars ending room. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. Um, Katina is really fun, and that's the that's the reason I brought Day. up Independence Day in the uh, in the pitch. Yeah, there's a giant mothership that is going to blow up the monument. I looked it up. Independence Day came out first. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a hundred percent an Independence Day ripoff because yeah. it's even shot the same, the exact same way. <laughs> it's it's great though. Taking out that mothership is it, great. If you don't, does it nuke Katina? Yeah, just well, just that Independence base. Day style. Yeah, laser to the base. Yeah, uh, figured much. it does the exact same thing. Um, Aquas, Aquas, the hard route. <sighs> Another great piece of music. Good music. Not a great level. It's kind of mid. It's just... I don't like this underwater level. You're in a submarine now. I love the concept of why does the Great Fox have a Star Fox or a submarine, but... Blue Mariner. The Blue Mariner. Why is that there? How many water planets are you visiting that you have There's this? supposed to be more. Not only this, but also unlimited torpedoes. Infinite oh, that, torpedoes. That would make sense. They wanted to, to originally add another one. Okay. But they didn't. Water levels are always hit or miss. It was almost a mess for me. Did you beat this one? I didn't beat this. Did you get to the boss? I got to the boss. Giant I, clam. I almost beat the giant clam boss, but I don't. Ultimately, I don't think I finished this one. Yeah. The real secret is use the brake and press B a lot. That makes sense because unlimited missiles. Unlimited missiles. Um, let's go on to mission four. Yeah. And I guess let's do the first one. Uh, sector. X. Sector X on the easy route. You gotta gotta find the secret bioweapon. That one's kind of a secret weapon. That one is. I really um You're going through the ruins of a battle. Like yeah. something that is already ripped through. Yeah, it's like a space station destroyed or something. Mm-hmm. And throughout the level you're just having like arms just kind of like go through the walls. Yeah. And just like you have to dodge them, you're like, oh what's going on? What's going on? And hey, there's this weird robot. Weird robot at the end with a toaster for a head. It's like Hal. 
kind 9, of. 9,000? What's the 5,000, 3,000? Yeah, Hal 9,000. Hal 2001 Space, Space Odyssey. Odyssey. <laughs> Hal 2001 Space Odyssey. <laughs> um, it's just that. It really is. Um, it has a very silly moment <laughs> where Slippy does his Slippy thing. Yep. Oh, got this, Fox! And you can... If I I didn't make the shot, but yeah. if you hit the robot before he smacks Slippy, you can avoid Tatina or Tatiana. Otherwise, Slippy gets smacked to fucking Dune Land and Paul Atreides, Maya Desert, Maya Rackus, <laughs> Maya the Dune, have to rescue Slippy. It is really silly. It, I almost never have it happen. Well, yeah, you're good. You're good at games. I usually kill it before. Yeah. <laughs> Because I'm guessing that you usually have a really powerful laser. Oh yeah, I'm always always entering the boss with a blue laser. Yeah, I'm um, I'm about fifty percent blue laser boss. Blue laser's good. It's so good. Go from single green bean to double green bean to blue double beans. If you pick up further upgrades, does it do anything? No. Okay. It doesn't. I felt like I was doing more damage, but that could have been just me going. Mm-hmm. I'm doing more damage. No. It's it's blue's just a max. Okay. Um, Solar. Solar? Uh Uh-uh. I'm leaving. (laughs) Yeah, Solar. I always want to say Solus. I hope that got (laughs) sound effect of a door. (laughs) I hate that fucking level. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Constant fire damage. It's on the sun. We have to go to the sun, Fox. Why? Why do we have to go to the sun, Fox? Can't we fly around it? (laughs) Fire... You eventually discover, hey, there's an enemy bioweapon, so let's yeah. kill the enemy bioweapon that's on the sun. What is it going to do there? Nobody lives <laughs> on the sun. Who cares? Yeah, just leave it there. <laughs> just leave it there, Fox. But Fox is on a vengeance tour. Yeah. Also, yeah. as we learned, the more hits Fox does, the more he gets paid. That's my favorite reveal at the end. <laughs> I, that was so good. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Solar, pretty bad. I don't like it. You're just constantly taking damage, and you just, Bill can help you if you take in the Bill route, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's kind of nice. He comes in and helps you shoot things. Yep. Shoots Bill! A thing. Bill! <laughs> I love how happy Fox is to see yeah. Bill. I think Fox has a little crush. Fox has a little crush on Bill for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bill is a, a James and Peppy situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, and then, um, Zonus. Zonus. Did you do Zonus? No, you didn't. Which is up top. Yeah, hard, hard route. route. It is. Describe it to me a little bit. It is a polluted planet. No, I don't think I did Zonus. No, because you didn't finish Aquas. I did Aquas. not finish Aquas. You can right. only get here if you finish Aquas. Okay. Yeah, no, I did not do this polluted planet. Um. So Zonus is, you have to like fly through and shoot these searchlights. Interesting. If they spot you, then you can't continue the hard route. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you have you meet Falco's girlfriend, Cat, who's a cat, who says cat puns. Love it. Who sucks? If you're trying to get the medal, yeah, you need to not let her help you. What? Because the searchlights are worth a lot of points. Uh huh. Uh huh. And if she hits any of the searchlights, you lose those points. Yeah, yeah. And so you got to be like, huh. You got to constantly uh, hit those searchlights. Yep. Cat, stop. Can't stop. And Falco just flirts. Well, she flirts with Falco. And Falco's like, come on. <laughs> it's good. Amazing. Um, boss is the, like, you can only really use bombs to hurt it. That's different. Yes. And when you shoot the cannons, you get bombs. So you can actually stock up on bombs. Okay. Yeah, bombs usually don't do anything to bosses, right? No, they usually hurt bosses. Oh. But, like, 
they don't like it's this boss can only be hurt by bombs. Wild, wild. It's it's a pretty fun one. It's just like constantly you destroy parts off this thing and it like if you aren't quick enough, it'll have like a crane and it'll just pull like replacement parts. Huh. <laughs> Scary. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I didn't do that one. It's a hard boss fight. Um, let's go on to mission five. Mission five, second to last. Second to last. And this is another Titania. two option one, right? Or three. Three option. Yeah. Third to last mission. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Titania. Yeah. Titania. My Sli- desert planet. <laughs> yeah, so desert holy planet. holy war in Slippy's name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for real. You got to find Slippy. And Slippy's lost on this fucking weird desert planet. It's a strange one, but it's it gets the Landmaster theme, which is awesome. It Landmaster's good. I like the Landmaster a lot. What are your opinions it's on the fun. Landmaster? The Landmaster is fun. It's a different vibe. It is different. Um, when I remembered that bombs exist, uh, I had a lot better time using the Landmaster. Because the, the bombs arc in a weird way, though. They do arc in a weird way, but they still clear out most of the screen they when, do. when you land it's, a good shot. It's really good. I love... I, I love... Hovering in the Landmaster, yeah, <laughs> just flying up a little and then smacking Slam. down. Slam, yeah. <laughs> the weight feels really good of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say. You got to like rescue Slippy from this boss from this a desert weird... crab thing. It's like, but it's also a skeleton. Too. Yeah, it's not it's like a crab. It's like, like a, a walking human laser. Yeah, it's really weird. And six. Limbs. That's the enemy bioweapon. That's the enemy bioweapon. <laughs> Um, <laughs> on the medium route, Macbeth. <laughs> yes, Macbeth. The train battle. The train battle on the landmaster. Another landmaster level. Very fun. That Hard. train was interesting. Very difficult to hit the switches, but once you do, it's an easier boss fight, which is so <laughs> good. Easier, you mean it skips the boss fight? Yeah, skips the boss fight entirely. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really this one. I just. I have always loved this is the train mission. I love, or not train mission, the landmaster mission for me. Mm-hmm. First, I love assaulting a train. Yeah, what's well, not? It's love. really cool. It's it's great to blow up the individual pieces too. If you like, get real good and just are like taking massive shots on the thing and watching it blow up. And like, if you don't blow up those big like bomb throwers that it has, they will fuck you up. Yeah, they they make for a difficult day. Oh man, <laughs> um, I love the general. Just like this southern weird train like engineer dude. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Come on. You'll come go, a little closer. You're lucky to see this. <laughs> Here comes the little hyenas now. <laughs> He's great. Very strange. Has a very good like, oh fuck, I'm gonna die. <laughs> like <laughs> scream if you <laughs> drive him into the base. Oh, great mission. I love it. It uh, great music too. Probably mm-hmm. my favorite mm-hmm. music Landmaster is the Landmaster theme. theme, yep. Trains rule. <laughs> now, for the other third mission on the hard route. Hard route. Sector Z. You did not do this I don't one. think I you did You can this only one. do it if you get through Zonus. And so, yeah. I would not have the done this one. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. Um, it is pretty simple. The Great Fox is in Sector Z. Mm-hmm. You've seen Sector Z if you played Smash Bros., the original. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the Corneria map, basically. <laughs> but, like, it has the big, giant, like, orange Z. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there are missiles coming for the Great Fox. Oh no! And you have to shoot the missiles. Oh, that's the mission. Okay, it's pretty easy, but also really hard if you're trying to meddle it. It's actually the hardest one to meddle because you have to kill all the enemies. 
Yeah. You have to kill the debris that's really scattered out in the area. Oh. You have to also make sure you kill the missiles and none of your allies do. Or cat. Because cat shows up and is like, I'm here to save the day. I'm like, I fucking hate you. And so <laughs> I shoot her sometimes to distract her to make her fly away. Really? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple tries. Also, for medals too, it's not only you have to get a certain amount of hits, I'm realizing. You also have to have every ally still alive. Stay alive. Wolf. Yeah. But let's move on to mission six. Mission six. Hard mission. Either way you go. I don't know how to pronounce this one. Bullies? Is that the... That's bull, Bullsy? The satellite Bullsy. One. Yeah, Bullsy? the sat- satellite one. Yeah. Bullsy's hard. You were indicating this before we started. Yeah. yeah. This is the mission that stressed me out the most. Mm-hmm. I was really glad that Andros was such an easy final boss fight after <laughs> the hard ass... Because so you start out assaulting a satellite, it starts mm-hmm. launching ships at you. You got to take out these uh, like, like Tesla pylons. coiled pylons that are powering a shield. Um, it's, but also importantly, the map is turning. Yes, it is. Yes, moving. it's constantly rotating underneath you because it's a satellite in orbit. I thought that right. was a nice touch. It's it's kind of disorienting. Yes, at first I got I got into the groove of things eventually, mm-hmm. um, but. Uh, yeah, I didn't like when Star Wolf showed up. Um, I love it when Star Wolf shows up in their better Wolf in Twos. Yeah, yeah. The <laughs> and mecha- they have like weird mechanical parts to them too. Yeah, yeah. It's really cool, and it's just like Andros is giving us these new ships. <laughs> Uncle Andros. Uncle <laughs> My entire crew died. Um, managed <laughs> to kill everything somehow. And oh, so you had nobody on Venom with you? I had nobody on. That's Venom. a lonely experience. Yeah, yeah. It was tough. I like how Fox at the beginning of Venom was still like, all right, we've got to do this. <laughs> Who are you talking to, bud? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of wild. Um, Yeah, so go around. Then I like the part where you have to destroy the core of the space station and like you fire at these like squares and then they just start, they start shooting, shooting lasers, lasers at you. It's so stressful. It's very stressful. Now, Area 6 is the hard route one. It's just called Area 6? Uh-huh. Oh. Classic. This is the classic music. Like, this is where you find it. Like, everyone loves remixing this theme specifically. It's, like, a very intense, like, we're, we're going. We're breaking through the enemy lines. Just no backup. Just us. Just yeah, Star Fox. Just Star Fox. And it's hard. It's so hard. I did try this one because I got the switches on, the Macbeth. Switches on Macbeth and was able to go back to hard route. It's hard. Uh, uh. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I almost got to the checkpoint. The boss on it is really hard. It's like this like weird weapon that you have to it will open up. Mm-hmm. It has three tentacles. It also has three like balls that are rotating that you have to shoot. Ugh. And once you shoot those, then you have to shoot the middle. But also as soon as you start shooting the middle, it'll turn invisible. But before it turns invisible, it like throws its arms at you and they take up a lot of the screen and they instantly break wings, even on non expert mode. Whoa. I hate it. Yeah. What's the debuff for having your wings broken? One laser. Oh. And you fly funny. And you fly funny. Yeah. You'll like tilt to the side that has the good, uh, or that doesn't have the wing. I like it. Mm-hmm. I guess I didn't realize that. <sighs> if you have no wings, you just start sinking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is funny seeing the R wing with no wings. It's like just like a typical, like, it looks like a jet fighter a little bit, but like a more spread out wing or pointed wings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, then Venom. Then Venom. So Venom A. 
is like a big assault on Venom. You're constantly blowing through the forces of Andros. Yeah, I had a fairly easy time with that. It's um, not a bad one. By then, I was used to looking out for the Rob calls because mm-hmm. I can't hear the Rob calls amidst the cacophony <laughs> of sounds. Uh, but I could see the little of the C-stick icon. Mm-hmm. Um, so that helped. Uh, I got blue lasers for that one. Um, I like the weirdness of it, though, after you clear through the enemies. Yeah. Like, where all of a sudden there's like pillars that are floating around and spinning mm-hmm. for some reason. <laughs> and make then, it hard. And then you fight this like... <laughs> then you're running through this temple against yeah, your this temple like, run. golem robot? Yeah, there's like a golem robot that you have to shoot the like... Shoot the armor off of. Armor off of, and then shoot its stupid face. Yep, yep, yep. While it's also like... Oh, yeah, while the hallway of the castle is attacking you with, like, on the left is going to be a wall, and then now it's on the center. Now yeah, you, like, you dodging pillars everywhere. It's like a very much like a... You have to test how good you are at dodging on, on the it's fly. It's the original Temple Run. You know that mobile game? <laughs> That's what I, I kind of made that joke. Yeah, Temple Run. Oh. Yeah. It kind of is. It, it kind of is. But not really. This You're is, not going left or right. This is Dale Flashpoint stealing Faden Cross's jokes. <laughs> That's okay. I I barely said it. It was not noticeable. Oh. It's all right. I feel really bad about it, but it's all right. It's, a, it's, it's okay. <laughs> you, can, you can feel bad. I will feel bad. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, yeah, so that's, a, that's an interesting. Um, you have a different version of going to Andros than I did. Oh, because yours is like kind of a straight line, but you have to dodge the purple lasers. Mm-hmm. Um, Venom B on the hard route, you go to like the area where Andros is like the hole to go to Andros is at, mm-hmm. and then Star Wolf appears. Oh, and they're really hard. Oh shit, they're really hard. But it's a like a it's a team battle against Star Wolf instantly in Venom B, okay. and then you go down the hole, and you have to like choose routes like. It's like multiple tunnels. Like, like, do you want to go left or right? And each wow. route will give you. It's like it's mapped out. They all have different power ups in mm-hmm. them too. I did like that. The last minute power ups. Yeah. Well, if you do the routes wrong, you could get no power ups. Oh, oh. On the hard mode. Aha. Uh-huh. Um. So Andros. Yeah. Shoot his eyes. Shoot his eyes. Shoot his hands with the glowy buttons. Then he's you just win. a he's just a floating monkey head with gloves. Yeah. Andros. Andros. Monkey guy. Big monkey guy. Not friendly. Not really here to have any friend times. So you He'll give you a high five and it hurts. Or suck you in his mouth. And munch munch. And the crunching noise is kind of satisfying. It's just like crunch, crunch, spit. (laughs) (laughs) So you fought the fake Andros. I fought the fake Andros. Mm -hmm. Did you fight the real Andros? I fought brain Andros, yep. Oh. Yeah. So, so that explains why when Star Fox flies off into the sunset at the end of mine, Andros's face appears. Mm-hmm. Does that not happen? Correct. In the hard route, oh. it does not because uh, you get the true ending. True ending. Quote, quote. Yeah. So when you defeat Andros, turns into a little robot monkey. Mm-hmm. Kind of easy to kill if you still have blue lasers. Yeah. Yeah. But kind of creepy too. It was very creepy. It's like doing like the, uh, like the, like the comic teeth chattering like wind up mechanical thing a little bit yeah yeah um for the hard route b andros turns into a brain oh a flying brain and like eyes that like shoot out and shoot lasers and it has like electro like between the eyes weird and like the brain so like if they pass by you and you're on the same you're gonna get hurt you're gonna get zapped yeah and you're in all range mode of course of course 
because you got to finish it out that way. And you got to shoot shoot him in the back, though. Yeah. There's yeah. a green membrane part to <laughs> shoot. <laughs> to shoot that. To shoot that. Blows up, but goes, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me. And, like, self-destructs. And it looks like Fox dies. He does the whole, like, ah, death thing. Yeah. However, you hear James McLeod, never give up, my son. And he guides you out of uh, Andross's yeah. lair. Because, as we know, James McLeod is now an expert F-Zero pilot. Mm-hmm. Also is always a ghost. He's constantly being a ghost. He loves being a ghost. Who doesn't? <laughs> That's, like, classic James McLeod is ghost. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and then you get out. And then you get the Star Wars ass <laughs> ceremony so ending. Just the t- Star Fox team walking down the red carpet with all the soldiers on the side. And... Exactly like episode four. I do love, though, where it's like <laughs> General Pepper is like, I would be so honored to have you. No thanks, General. Yep. <laughs> our work here's done. We're, We're mercenaries. We ain't gonna join the army. Here's our fucking invoice. Yeah, here's our invoice. I do love Falco just tapping his wings and feet because he's so impatient. Yep. He's like, I don't want to be here. We I gotta wanna, get back to the Kelly. I want to be in my ship. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hate it here, man. It's so good. It's so good. No thanks, General. <laughs> no thanks, General. And then you get the Rob call. Yep. Time for more work. And you get to watch them run along the sunset, which is really good. That is good. Who <laughs> doesn't love rolls. Into the Sunset? Who doesn't love Into the Sunset? Uh, depending on what companions you like, have recruited, quote unquote, like Cat or Bill, mm-hmm. they'll show up in the end. Okay, okay. Did you see Bill? For I your... saw Bill, yeah. yeah. It's kind of it's neat. It was cool. Bill! Bill! <laughs> and yeah, Star Fox. There it is. There it is. The 64th one. Yeah, exactly. Star Fox 64. There are 63 uh, other Star Fox games. That's just true. <laughs> um, some fun facts. Yeah, lay them on me. Called Lilat Wars in Europe. Interesting. Why? Um, some people say it's because there's like a star something in Germany. There's like mm-hmm. a Star Fox in Germany. But like I couldn't actually find a news source, but that also because you'd be because the internet's kind of being purged. So people just say, hey, it was a copyright issue, but it wasn't later for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. They started calling it Star Fox after this one, I believe, or after Adventures instead of Lilat Wars. But Lilat Wars is a really fun name. That is. It's pretty good. Um, Star Fox 2 was scrapped. Scrapped. But then... And was incorporated a lot of stuff into this game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then was re-released later when the SNES Mini came out. And then they were like, well, let's put it on the Nintendo Online thing. Yeah, yeah. After they said they wouldn't do anything like that. Yep. Because <laughs> they're Nintendo. They're constantly trying to fuck you over for more money. Oh, yeah. Where's the Where's the Mega Man is actually Lan Hikari's dead brother drop? Is there? Does Star Fox have something like that? No. No. Okay. There is a Ben's Drowned meme, though. Oh, is there a Ben? <laughs> What's the Ben Drowned from Star Fox? Oh, man. That'd be sick. There has to be something like a haunted Star Fox game. Yeah, yeah. Where the game comes to life and shoots you. Or like you're like, and then I realized I'm in the pilot seat. I'm in the R wing. <laughs> and it rules. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> and I realized I am the furry now. <laughs> God, this game must have been like such an awakening for such so many so people. many people. Yes. I'm just glad this exists only for that reason. Yeah, 
good on Star Fox. Why would you put him in a sexy little jacket if you didn't want if people, didn't to, want be people on? to be turned on? Yeah. <laughs> Should we go do some questions? Oh, yeah. Let me pull those up. Friend of the show and frequent guest star Jake McCaskill, the voice actor extraordinaire, asks, Who is your favorite Star Fox character and why? It's Falco because he's an ass. It's uh, Panther because he's horny. Oh, I guess this was a broad question. Yeah, it is. I'm still going to say Falco. I love Falco. (laughs) (laughs) Falco Lombardi, after Vince Lombardi, notable asshole of the Philadelphia Eagles. (laughs) I have a question from Hilver. Yay, Hilver! I got two questions. Let's go to the first one. Favorite game that went on to inspire a more success- successful, popular, slash well-known game? So I think maybe this is like Star Fox, the Star Fox 64 sort mm-hmm. of deal. Hmm. Legend of Zelda to Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> that's that's or, real. This also No, actually, this might just be a, a not even lineage, though, right? So like maybe Ocarina of Time to Dark Souls, Castlevania. To, well, it's not more successful. I was gonna say Castlevania to Hollow Knight, but also Symphony in the Night is one of the most yeah. successful, yeah. popular, and well-known. Something small. This is a toughie. F Zero to Wipeout. F Zero was one of the first Zero G racers, and then the Wipeout series became yeah, slightly more. True. Successful. I don't think F Zero was super popular. No. I mean, like popular enough, but not like. Yeah, not like to where Sony still makes games for their <laughs> version of that franchise, <laughs> and Nintendo doesn't. <laughs> Wild. There's like, I feel like, man. Virtua Fighter to Soul Calibur. Oh, oh. I feel like the more genres I brought in out, I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> Does oh. this question overwhelm you? This question overwhelms me. It's a good question, Hilver. It is a great question because I'm just... Trying to think of, hmm, <laughs> just trying to think. Final Fantasy to Final Fantasy. <laughs> Wait, Final Fantasy to Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts, more popular than Final <laughs> Fantasy. <laughs> I'm like, there's like a shooter in my head. I mean, Quake to Doom, right? Quake to Doom, Is yeah. Doom uh, a Quake? No, do I have that backwards? Wolfenstein too. Wolfenstein, that's what I mean. Yeah. Because, like, Wolfenstein was popular, but Doom was, like, it exploded Doom, Doom everywhere. Absolutely. That's where it, I was, like, reaching for something. Like, there's a shooter that's like this. And I was mm-hmm. just thinking mm-hmm. about this. Wolfenstein to Doom. That's a good one. That might be the ultimate. Uh, next question from Hilver. 
Do you have memories of gaming before 3D consoles? Do you remember when you first saw 3D graphics? This is dumb. Do you remember? Holy shit. I, I do. I really, like, the very first game I vividly remember is, like, the Toy Story game for, like, the Super Nintendo. Oh, yeah. For some reason. I want to say mine's 2D. Mario Land on the Game Boy. Ooh. That was one of the first games I really played a lot of. Um, Yeah. I remember the first time I saw 3D was like someone had a Nintendo 64 at my dad's friend's house. The first time I saw 3D, I was over at La... Oh my God, Nathan. Very ancient friend of mine, Nathan. (laughs) He lived in uh, a village across the lake from um, the area. And... uh, when I went to Nathan's house, his dad had, like, top-of-the-line PC. <laughs> and he was playing... I can run five floppies on this thing. <laughs> this was, like, 2004. Halo mm. Combat Evolved had just oh. come out. Halo. Halo Combat Evolved was the first 3D game Are I've you ever sure? seen. That's not, like, 2000s? That's, like, early 2000s because... Yeah, no, I was in, like, the third or fourth grade okay because i thought halo combat evolved was like 2001 maybe it was halo 2 because halo 2 was like 2004 ish halo 2 lines up a little better yeah still though that really halo 2 might have been halo 2 right because you didn't have a nintendo really i didn't have anything yeah until i was a a teenager (sighs) that's wild to think about and also, you you weren't in third grade and Halo 2 came out? I would have been. 04, I was in fourth grade. Or going into fifth grade. That's still wild. Okay, yeah, Halo 2. Wild game. Wild game, <laughs> wild game. I remember the level where, watching him play the level where you're on the Warthog, like on the ship. You're on like this... Is the ship blowing up? The ship's blowing up. And okay, you're you saw Halo Warthog. 1. Oh, okay. This makes more sense. Okay, you saw Halo 1. Halo 1, Combat Evolved. Yes. Okay. Okay. Still, yeah, though. I just remember a warthog fleeing the ship exploding. It was sick. <laughs> it is a sick mission. Oh, um, Spectre of Socialism would like to know that if Star Fox were to be re-released or remade in today's era, do you think it would remain as a linear arcade-style game, or do you think it would be adapted to something more resembling today's style games of, or God forbid, made open world? What challenges do you think would exist to release Star Fox as a linear arcade game today? Would it be successful? Man. I'm like just imagining we do make it, but also now there's a season pass where it unlocks more routes. <laughs> more routes. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, it's kind of like how Mario Kart's being done right now. Wow. <laughs> just uh, just kind of Get a to curse. level 10 for Macbeth. <laughs> I mean, they kind of ri- tried to redo it with Star Fox Zero with the Wii U. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Didn't go well. <laughs> It was mostly motion control for the controls. Oh. It was barely any control stick, if I remember correctly. Weird. Very. I don't think they should remake Star Fox again. No. They should just make another one, but I'm also afraid about that, too. <laughs> I mean, they won't make another one. Make but... another one that's uh, another rail shooter. I think that would be interesting. Call back to nostalgia. And it's not like rail shooters aren't popular. Yeah. I'm just, like, imagining... Though, 
I would maybe they take another crack at the assault formula. <laughs> the GameCube one? Yeah, that one's messy, but I kind of love it. I um I mean, it is kind of nice. That's an action adventure game, right? No, that's that's um Star Fox Adventures. Okay, okay. Assault, which is also GameCube. Assault is like it is like back in the R wing and stuff. Like you even have like on rail space missions. It's also pretty arcadey. But you also have some missions like the Dino Planet, Serena or Serena, Serena, whatever that's called. You can like land and run around on foot or hop into like a landmaster and keep going and like get out and stuff. And like you have that's to like manage cool. like the sky, the ground. It kind of plays like running around is. Just as bad as running around in multiplayer, it feels like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, in Star Fox 64, we didn't mention, there is multiplayer. And if you unlock uh, certain medals, you can unlock certain modes of transportation. Like, like Landmaster? And feet. Feet. <laughs> I like running around, shooting a bazooka. Because you're hard to lock onto. <laughs> Impossible to lock onto. Impossible. On it's the uh, little trick. Suzu was going to ask uh, something along the same time- line of Spectre Socialism. But she uh, also threw in, what about a multiverse or crossover with, like, Star Trek or Starship Troopers? Do you remember Starlink? It's a Switch title. Oh, and they had Star Fox. And Star Fox was in there. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, but how funny would it be? If Star Fox was hired out by like the racist Earth Army and Starship Troopers, <laughs> the Starship Trooper thing threw me off. I'm like, wait, Starship Trooper? Help us get the Xenos, Star Fox. As long as you're paying, sir. I'm doing my part. <laughs> Man, and you just see an R Wing doing bombing runs. Amazing. <laughs> I want that. Oh. The Starship Troopers game just came out. Oh, fuck. I, I want didn't. that. <laughs> Give us Star Fox and Starship Troopers video game. Oh, my God. Uh, and yeah, that's it for the questions. If you want to ask us questions, you can find me on Twitter at Fade and Cross. Just send me uh, stuff there, and I'll answer them. I'm on Twitter as well at Flashpoint NT. What does the NT stand for? Network. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I'm like, what does NT stand for? Yeah. What are we playing next month, <gasps> Dale? <gasps> Next month, we're playing the cutest game ever made! Chibi Robo Plug Into Adventure. Now, Katamari Machi exists. Kat- Katamari is horrifying. Okay, fair. Okay. Katamari is <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Conceptually, no thank you. <laughs> God, imagine you're just being picked up. But that's not what we're doing. Imagine I'm walking my dog and then now I'm part of a star. <laughs> oh shit up. i'm being rolled around now okay <laughs> and some weird fucking like dude is just like launching you into space yeah yeah king of all cosmos is now suddenly judging me the world's worst dad it could be better <laughs> that's a nice size but it could be bigger <laughs> hate it when my dad tells me that. <laughs> uh yeah chibi robo plug into adventure a gamecube game that i played growing up and it was it's just it's such a charming game this mm-hmm. is dripping with style and charm and fashion and music that is all just it's oh, you, everywhere you look there is detail everywhere you walk there is 
just the oh my gosh, the way he gets this little like bling 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 because you're this tiny little like two inch tall robot running around, and the footsteps sound just so cute, and they change when you walk on certain different surfaces. I could do the whole podcast right now. Well, I can't. I still need to play it. True. So, uh, tune into that that next month. Next month. That should be a fun time. End of September. And send us questions. Yeah. Do you want to shout anything out or are we done? Oh, shit. I guess. Yeah. Another shout out. You can follow my other podcast, Snake Way, though. We're on hiatus. Yeah, I guess I'm not really shouting anything out. Um, we're on hiatus until the strike's over, mostly in just solidarity. Like, yeah, sure, SAG Afro doesn't care if anime rewatch podcasts are going. But the thing is, Dragon Ball has had a weird fucked history with unions already. So I'm like, you know, it'd be a good thing leave to well just enough alone. leave well enough for, alone for now. Yeah. I want to shout out the concept of local cinema. Go to your local theater. Find out if there is a screen near you that is not owned by like an AMC or like a Cineplex or like one of the big chains because they are playing amazing films. Shout out Just local a, cinema. Shout out local cinema. No, that rules. Yeah. Support your regional theaters. They are dying they in are this dying country. And yeah, they, they, they would appreciate your help and you're going to see a lot of great stuff. Yeah. Floors may be stickier than normal, but you know what? That's the charm. That's the charm. God, I had such a bad movie theater in my town. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Uh-huh. That theater was like the definition of gross Very and sticky. Grungy. I fell asleep to Jurassic Park in that theater. <laughs> Great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, until next time. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs>